Hungry? Domino's has you covered. Grab a large four-topping pizza for only $11.99 at Domino's.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. Order our delicious side dishes like pasta and chicken wings. Plus, make sure to try our marble cookie brownie for dessert. Check out all the great deals at Domino's.ca. It was pretty just a, just a uh, very poor effort. We're going to have to do a lot better. Stretching out for the pylon. He's got a touchdown. Kansas City, third touchdown of the night for the rookie Kareem Hunt. We were, we were going as Kareem was going. You know, he was really a big chunk of the offense tonight. You know, for a young guy that we, we put a lot on him. And the Chiefs with a statement made, 42-27 to 27 over the New England Patriots in Foxborough. Bad defense, bad coaching, bad plan, bad football. Enough of this garbage. I want football. With your inside look at everything football, it's TSN 4 Downs with Andy McNamara. Brought to you by Domino's. Well, so much for 16-0 for the Patriots. How about that to kick off the NFL season? Welcome to TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara, but I'm not from the 1050 studios in Toronto today, folks. Oh, no. Live from Cleveland, Ohio, the ESPN Cleveland Studios. Our good friends here have set me up. I'm down here for the Browns home opener against the Steelers, just like last year, hoping for a better result than a year ago. <laughs> but we're going to uh, be, be checking that out. Deshaun Kaiser starting. Uh, but we've got so much to get to today. The Chiefs 42-27 over the New England Patriots. How about Ezekiel Elliott? Judge grants temporary restraining order request for Elliott. That means he is likely to play the whole season. So we're going to get into all these storylines leading up to kickoff weekend around the National Football League. Nathan Zagura, host of Cleveland Browns Daily right here on ESPN Cleveland, is going to join me in about 15 minutes' time. We'll talk Browns. He's also a fantasy football aficionado. So we'll get Nathan's thoughts. TSN.ca Scott Cullen returns to the show. So we'll get some sleeper picks with Scotty. And also, folks, as we did last week, we're getting a lot of buzz over this. Domino's Pizza, free, is what we're giving away on the show today. So today what you have to do is you have to be following at Domino's Canada on Twitter, myself at AndyMC81, and you use the hashtag HeyCully. Tweet us in your fantasy football question. So you tweet in your fantasy football question. The one we like best is going to win some free Domino's Pizza. Producer Mike Skrizniak back in Toronto. Skrizzy, we were getting a lot of, uh, a lot of hype people chirping each other over their bold prediction tweets last week. People bitter that they weren't getting free pizza, bud. Absolutely. Wouldn't you be? I would. I would be furious. By the so, way, yeah. by the way, by the way, what are you wearing right now? I'm curious. You're in Cleveland. Do you have yeah. your face painted? <laughs> I, I, I'm not a face paint guy. Thank I God. Don't, I don't usually go that route. But I'm currently wearing a Cleveland Indians jersey going to the Tribe game against the Orioles today. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. And then getting ready for, for Brown Steelers. This is, this is your Christmas, isn't it? This is. Listen, I have two young kids. I get to sleep in for a weekend. Like, this is, this is everything. <laughs> you're not coming back is what you're telling I me. I may not come back. I may not come back. This is, uh, this is great. Our buddy Danny Cunningham here, who helped us out last year, in studio with me, Skriz. And he's actually leaving to go to Madison, Wisconsin, to be a reporter and get his own show. So our buddy Danny, oh, wow. we wish, wish him well. Congrats, Danny. Danny, where can they follow you on Twitter? They got Danny, at, at Danny Cunningham, I think, right? Follow me on Twitter at dcunninghamcle. There you go. For now, but that's going to obviously have to change. I was going <laughs> to. I was going to say they'll have to change it. Yeah, to 
What's with WIS, I guess? I, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Also, I love the fact that you're wearing an Encarnacion Indian jersey. <laughs> oh, you outed me. <laughs> wait, wait. That, that's a little faint over the air. Can you repeat that, Andy? What jersey are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing a, a Cleveland Indians Encarnacion jersey. Hey, man. You are a Benedict Arnold. That's, listen, I like winners. Winners. But, but you cheer for the Browns. Hey, fair well, enough. Tough, tough but fair, Skriz. Tough but fair. What I do? If I if I can get a, a, a winner, um, I will I will do it. But so uh, good luck to our buddy uh, Danny Cunningham. Uh, nice of him to stop in. Uh, but Skriz, yes, yeah, so we got free pizza today. So again, use hashtag HeyColly at Domino's Canada. You gotta be following them. Tweet us at TSN Four Downs at AndyMC81 at the eleven thirty slot. So about uh, half hour time, we'll read out the tweets. One we like the best is going to win some free pizza. But how about this? So let's start. With the upset of upsets, and it was the first game of the season. Everybody, you could talk, and if anyone tells you different, they're lying to you. Nobody picked the Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs to cover the spread of eight and a half. I didn't think the Patriots were going to wallop them, but that New England, it was at home, ring ceremony, Brady, all the hype, and then that happened. And then they lost 42-27, and Skriz, there's talk. Well, the Madden curse, he's on the cover. He's 40. What happened? Well, he went 16 to 36, was sacked three times, a QB rating of seven, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Last year, when he had one bad game, Belichick started to try to light the fire with, with Jimmy Garoppolo. He didn't trade Garoppolo, Chris. Like I wonder how how far Bill Belichick is going to take this, because we know he's ruthless. This man has he has he wants to win. Bill Belichick doesn't care. So for Tom Brady, boy, that is a rough start to the season. And then the other side of it, like if you were to compare these stats, if I were to tell you, Skriz, um, four touchdowns, no interceptions, 368 yards, no TDs, no interceptions, 267, and I said pick between Alex Smith and Tom Brady, which one are you picking for, for Brady? Uh, <laughs> probably Tom Brady. You're picking the 368 for Smith, man. <laughs> like, wow. Alex, game manager, not this game. And then Kareem Hunt, who, by the way, I drafted, but had firmly planted on my bench because the Belichick magic got in my brain. I thought, no way is Bill going to let a rookie running back run all over. No good, way. Good call, Andy. 47 fantasy points on my bench. I was, I was almost hurts. physically ill. That hurts. But from that game, I noticed a lot from Brady, a lot more downfield passes than I'm used to. Yeah. Um, Gronk wasn't really uh, a factor at all either, which kind of surprised me, especially against um, a decent Casey linebacking core. But you think Gronk is a matchup nightmare for those guys. Well, you think so. Um, Chris Hogan did nothing. Danny Amendola was having a decent game, but then he got a concussion. And we don't know how long he's out for. So all the, and what's been the knock on Danny Amendola? Right. Can't stay healthy. Prone, can't rely on him. Can't but, stay healthy. So you have Edelman out. You have Amendola. Da- Dante Hightower got hurt that game. They're starting yeah. a little linebacker. So uh, we had a couple guys on the station. I remember um, Mitch Berger in particular saying the Patriots have been blessed with injuries especially the last couple of years. And he thought because they're older that they might like this might be the year where the injuries actually catch up to them. Could and be. it kind of looked like that way week one. Yeah, and... I'm not concerned about Gronk. We've seen in the past his first game back from a lengthy injury or delay. He starts slow. I think Gronk is going to be good. It's an interesting point, though, you bring up about Brady trying more deep balls. What were the toys that were added to him in the offseason? Brandon Cooks. Speedy what's he? Brandon. He's a burner. Yep. And now, Philip Dursett wasn't 
uh, didn't have any any catches or nothing like that. But he's another deep threat guy, so maybe he wanted to test the ball, try out his his new toys a little bit there for Brady. I think it's going to come right back to being simple. All right, you, you got the deep threat. That's fun. But, man, you better tighten up. I actually don't think it's the offense. The offense will be fine for New England. But I, how that, do you I let, think so, too. How do you let Alex Smith put up 42 points on you? That's That's more wild. concerning. I think Brady and those boys will be fine. They'll find the chemistry, no problem. And Gillisley, th- like, how is this for your your people to start pulling their hair out for their, their fantasy team? Gillisley... 45 yards, three touchdowns. Like, what a confusing stat line to wonder what to do next week. I know. (laughs) Talking to the guy who has him in the TSN 1050 pool. Oh, boy. But that that is such... Still, okay, Gillisley, 15 carries. James White, 10 carries. Burkhead, three carries. Deion Lewis, two. Next week, you could see White with three touchdowns. You could see Burkhead with a couple. Like, that's why, with that New England backfield, I just stayed completely away from it. I just couldn't. But they did give Gillisley money, and they don't give anybody That's money, true. especially on offense. Yeah. So I honestly believe that Gillisley will be this version of Laguerre Blunt. He could this be. Version. He could be, but it's still so muddled. But if we go to the, the Chiefs running situation, Kareem Hunt, like rookie, first play what he fumbles, never fumbled in college, and then he is able to put up 148 on the ground in a touchdown. Most, coach, then, most coaches would bench you. After that first fumble, oh, sure. too. I guess with the Chiefs, it's like, oh, we have Chuck Kendrick West. You get another chance, kid. All right, <laughs> get all right back, come on. Get come back on. in there, Kareem. Get back in there. And then he catches five for 98 and two more touchdowns. Like, absolutely sick. I'm not saying Kareem Hunt's going to be doing that every week. But, man, like that kid came out hot. And we have seen the last few years rookie running backs in the right situation being able to step in and be impact guys immediately. And we saw it. So the Chiefs, hey, we put up, a, I think it was the poll last week on the show at TSN 4 Downs of who's the Patriots' biggest rivals. Who, who could take the We didn't even include the Chiefs. Which, probably bad on our part because they were a 12-win team last year. They were, but you know what? They kind of just, they're, they're not overly, ex- now this game aside, but typically they kind of fall through the cracks a little bit. They're always very good, but Alex Smith isn't the sexiest quarterback and they're efficient, but they don't necessarily stand out, this game aside. So right now, one game in, you put the boots to the Patriots like that with a head coach like Andy Reid? Well, hey, Chiefs are jumping right. That AFC West is up for grabs. Yeah, Raiders and Titans looks a lot more intriguing right now, especially sure if you're a Raiders fan. Oh, yeah, and how about this, the other big news story. Ezekiel Elliott, judge, grants temporary restraining order request, and it looks like Zeke is going to be playing the whole year. So very similar to the Tom Brady situation. And Danny exact, Cunningham, our guy here. the exact same situation. Well, yeah, it? Danny was, was saying it, it's now the president, precedent has been set. Right? And now you had the Brady delay. Now they may get Zeke next year. But this season, Ezekiel Elliott is in that Dallas backfield. That completely changes the outlook of this Dallas team from where, all right, maybe he's going to play the first week. Maybe he's going to play that week and then week, what, seven or eight. Now he's going to be here the whole year. What does that do for the Dallas Cowboys? Not just the Cowboys, that whole division sure. or the whole NFC. Sure. Cowboys, because I didn't think the Cowboys were going to make the playoffs. I still thought they would behind that offensive line. I still think division, they'd be as dominant. That division is really tight. It is. It's hard to predict. But now yeah. they have a clear advantage at running back. 
over everybody else in that division. And it's yeah. a huge factor. Sure it is. So Zeke is back. And you know what? Boy, he's going to be pissed too, isn't he? He's going to be motivated, extra motivated, is Zeke Elliott. You know what, Scoots? Let's pick our, we're going to go through our division and wildcard winners. Let's do the NFC here quick before we break. And then in the final segment, we'll do the AFC. So division winners, now that Zeke is back, NFC East, I'm going to still say the Giants take it. I'll go Giants, Packers. Ooh, that NFC South is tough. I'm going to go Panthers, rebounding big, last to first. And then in the NFC West, Seahawks. Those are my division guys. Who do yeah, you we have the exact same four. Are you going Panthers too? I was. I told you last That's week. That's a tough I think, division. I think they're probably getting home field advantage in the NFC. And you know what? The Falcons, though, they hear the noise. Everyone's expecting them to take a big step back. That offense, I don't think, is going to produce at the same level. But you're able to have uh, maybe them almost as underdogs coming up. Falcons, this- Falcons week one will be really interesting because they're playing against a Bears team. It's a, They're a heavy favorite. I believe they're a nine-point favorite. I would take that. Bears suck. The Bears, they Bears do, suck. They they do stink. However, ter- be, be, rookie quarterback. But, that, but the Super Bowl hangover. I just nine points is a lot for a team that has a lot of questions and a lot of people to prove wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, then the wild card. I have to think one of them is going to come out of the NFC East. But then then you think, okay, well, Detroit Lions with a healthy Matt uh, Matt Stafford, and in the NFC West, what about the Cardinals coming back? That's really the only other threat there. I have the Falcons and Cardinals making as the wild card. Falcons and Cardinals. I'm going to say Cowboys and Lions. The Lions can't stop the pass, though. They're going to have to win every game 35-34. And look at what they did last year with Matt Stafford before he hurt his finger. They were challenging for first. They were rolling. Those wild cards are going to be up for grabs, though. It's, like that's, the NFC I, is very hard to predict. Yeah, I, I, Wild card-wise, I wouldn't be surprised if it went a whole bunch of different directions. Like, What about the Bucks? Exactly. Whole, like, would it surprise anyone if the Buccaneers made the playoffs? Wouldn't me. No, the Saints. The, you never know. They uh, they could put up, D. but they could put up forty points a game. I I think the Saints will be around hovering around that five hundred mark just because their defense still is an upgrade where it needs to be. But okay, the Redskins. Kirk Cousins. He's going for a big contract again. He could he could have <laughs> he could have a great year. He could. He's in a prove it year. I right? can't wait. Can we just start these games? I know. One o'clock. Tomorrow, and our poll question, you can go at TSN, four downs. Which NFL week one game is most intriguing to you? Which one? Giants, Cowboys, Seahawks, Packers, Raiders, Titans, Redskins, Eagles. You vote at TSN, four downs. And then again, guys, you want free pizza? Tweet at TSN, four downs. Follow at Domino's Canada. Use hashtag HeyCully. Send me your fantasy football question. If I like it the best, you're going to win yourself some free Domino's pizza. We're going to take the break. On the other side, Nathan Zagura, co-host of Cleveland Browns Daily on ESPN Cleveland will join me. We'll talk Brown Steelers, the AFC North, and some fantasy football tips too. A lot coming up on TSN 4 Downs, TSN 1050, TSN 1150. Awesome! Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. You can get us on Twitter at TSN, the number 4 Downs. And myself at AndyMC81. Lots of fantasy football talk coming up as well as our AFC division and wild card predictions. Also, folks, you want free pizza? I got you covered. Domino's Pizza, baby. Just tweet us in. Follow at Domino's, Domino's Canada and at TSN 4 Downs. Send us your fantasy football question. 
Whichever one I like the best, you're going to win yourself some free Domino's Pizza. You can visit Domino's.ca. On the line now, and there is a reason we played WWE Superstar, the Miz's entrance theme there, the one and only Nathan Zagura, co-host of Cleveland Browns Daily, that you can hear on ESPN Cleveland Monday to Friday. Nathan, we had you on last year for the opener. Great to have you back, buddy. How are you? Uh, it is good to be back and glad to have you back here in Cleveland. It's funny you played the Miz this theme. I'm actually going to do a fantasy football league draft with the Miz in about <laughs> 90 minutes. No way. That I've won twice, he's never won, and I wow. don't let him forget that ever. There's going to be some serious trash talk. Oh, yeah, there is very serious trash <laughs> talking that goes on. Oh, indeed, indeed. I love it. And uh, listen, it's a great time to have a fantasy football draft weighing right to the last minute because, Nathan, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he is, he is going to play, and many people who did it earlier, you had to decide, all right, do you take him later? Do you pick him up at all? Do you go Darren McFadden? So it's a good time to have it. What do you make of, of the, the Zeke story, uh, really kind of putting it off a year like how they did with Tom Brady? Yeah, obviously it's great for fantasy footballers who drafted Ezekiel Elliott early, and in my draft that's going to make him probably the number one or the number two pick today. But, uh, you know, it's one of those situations where you didn't know what was going to happen. Everything kind of seems with the big bad NFL right now that they always get their way. But in this case, Ezekiel Elliott fought it, and at least if he hasn't won, He's delayed it, and he should be good to go. Yep. Uh, now, going to the Browns, Browns-Steelers, that's why I'm down yeah. here, seeing the Tribe game today, and then going to see uh, see that big one. the Tribe, by the way? Oh, wow. Absolutely rolling. Uh, uh, Nathan, yeah. I'm wearing uh, an Indians Edwin Encarnacion jersey, so we have, you nice. know, you guys took him from Toronto, so I figured, hey, it's kind of, you know. Uh, you look, and he's hot. What is it now? I think they're up to 16 in a row. Yep. And uh, I'm sure you heard of the big promotion. There was a Windows company in Cleveland that if they got to 15 in a row, anybody who bought Windows from them in July, it was going to be free. And I don't think they ever expected this to no. happen. But now a lot of people in Cleveland got some free Windows in July. I did hear that. Yeah, Universal Windows. Universal Windows Direct. That's right. <laughs> and, yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, and I think it's, what, uh, Indians have been around since 1901, so they're probably like, ah, what are the chances? And now, oh, It's never oh happened my. before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, sometimes Oops. you make the, the contest, sometimes they come back to get you, but that, that's a great, yeah, lots of hype. That's a great, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, a great, great. promotion. Uh, but, Nathan, when we look at the Browns this year and Miles Garrett, I was looking forward to the first play of the game and sacking Ben Roethlisberger. And now he's out four to six weeks. But that defensive line is still pretty stacked, right? Yeah, it's obviously very disappointing. I mean, Miles yeah. Garrett watching him every day in training camp and in practice is better than advertised, and he came in advertised as being amazing. There wasn't a day that went by in practice where he didn't have a couple of sacks, and you could just see he is amazing. And, and I'm so bummed that we're not going to get to see him. But this line should still be pretty good. You've got Emmanuel Agba, who was the 32nd pick in last year's draft, which was normally a first-rounder that year because the Patriots didn't have a first-round pick. Mm. It was the first pick of the second round. So uh, Danny Carl Nassib was the first pick of the third round. Nate Orchard, a former second-round pick. So, And then this year, Larry Ogunjobi was the first pick of the third-round defensive tackle. you got Caleb Brantley, who probably should have been a second-round pick, but was a sixth-round pick because of some off-the-field issues that he ended up being exonerated from. So that was the steal. And then there's a guy, Trevon Coley, who is an undrafted free agent, who was on the Browns practice squad late last year, who was really the story of the offseason, and he's going to start at defensive tackle. But this line and really the front seven should still be very good. You've got Collins and Kirksey at linebacker. Joe Schobert's made a tremendous transition to middle linebacker, drops about 15 pounds, and has been very, very natural there. The former Wisconsin linebacker was a fourth-round pick a year ago. So this front seven should be very good. But really the, most, the key to this defense 
is honestly, it's Greg Williams. The scheme yeah. that he has brought, the intensity he has brought, the attitude he has brought, the accountability that he has brought to the Browns. I'll say it, in a year when you get Miles Garrett, who might be, if he can obviously stay healthy, a, a transcendent defensive player a la Khalil Mack, and then you get a guy in Deshaun Kaiser who I think could be the franchise's savior at quarterback, I still think the biggest addition this whole offseason is Greg Williams. But just what he brings is amazing in the way the players have responded. I mean, this was a team I know it's preseason. It doesn't count. Sure. They didn't allow a touchdown in the final three games in the preseason. And I know, again, it's the preseason. It doesn't matter. The team needs to win in the regular season. But his scheme works. He's got everybody on the same page. Everybody's bought in. And you've seen the way that they fly the ball, the way they tackle. It's exciting. I'm excited to see them. And, uh, by the way, this is one heck of a test right out of the gate against arguably one of the best offenses in the NFL. Oh, sure, sure. And then you have Deshaun Kaiser on the other side, as you said. Nathan, when we look at the AFC North as a whole, to me you have the Steelers clearly as the – the cream of the crop right there, as yep. our, our late friend, the macho man, would say. And then you have kind of everybody else, right? You have the, the Ravens are very boring to me. They just seem like they're there and very vanilla. The uh, Bengals, lots of weapons, but they're coming off of a down year. I'm not saying the Browns, I'm not delusional that the Browns are going to win the division, but how do you see the AFC North stacking up? I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's going to be the Steelers first and then some combination of the, probably the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and, and maybe if things go right, the Browns can sneak up into second or third in the division. But most likely it's a year or two away from them really contending. I think next year, in fact, they probably really can contend because you look at this division. Ben's not going to be around forever. So right. the Steelers are maybe peaking, but they should be on the descent. Same thing with Flacco, who frankly has been a fairly ordinary Joe since they won that Super Bowl. And then the Bengals haven't won a playoff game. And, yes, you talked about they have weapons. They drafted John Ross. They drafted Joe Mixon. They've got A.J. Green. But they let their best offensive linemen all go. Whitworth hmm. is gone. Zeitler came over to the Browns. You wonder, are they going to be able to keep it up front? And then you look on the defensive side of the ball, the talented players on that defense are getting a little bit older. So I think the division is ripe to really turn over in the next couple of years when this Browns team should really start to hit its stride. In conversation with Nathan Zagura, co-host of Cleveland Browns Daily on ESPN Cleveland, Monday to Friday. Uh, Nathan, I know you're a fantasy football guy. You're, you've, sure. you've, you've had, as you said, with the, with the Miz, you've won your league the last couple of years. So when we're looking at, I've I got two questions for you. When you're in a first round pick, you're doing a, a snake draft, I assume? We are. We have some okay. keepers in there, but yeah, it's a snake draft. So first Three picks are pretty much a gift. You're going either a combo of Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Zeke Elliott, you can mix in there. But if yeah. you're a later first-round pick, that those kind of like seven, eight, nine picks, is your strategy, do you go running back heavy because it is so hard if you don't get one of those bell cows, you're living in that, that committee world, or are you just going best player available? I'm going best player available, and I, obviously a lot of leagues now have PPR, or at least half PPR. So yeah. when you're at seven, you know, you're looking at Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Mike Evans. So I think Mike Evans is going to have a monster season. Those guys are there. Then you get into LaShawn McCoy, who I think is going to really carry the football for the Buffalo Bills a ton. They just put some incentives in his contract worth about $2.5 million that if he hits them, and they expect him to be the focus of their offense. Uh, so you've got LaShawn McCoy, Devontae Freeman, obviously, of the Atlanta Falcons. So there are good running backs. And if you're at the end there, you have a chance to go running back, running back, or probably get a stud running back and a stud receiver. Obviously, Kareem Hunt came out and, and lit it up. Most yards from scrimmage, 246 in a first game in NFL history. You've got Dalvin Cook, who I like a lot, Leonard Fournette. Don't forget a veteran like DeMarco Murray. So I think there are good running backs. And I think if you're at the end of the first round, to your point, you've got to make sure you at least get one running back because 
coming back around and the time it gets you at the end of the third, there's probably going to be a pretty big drop-off at that position. Right. And what about sleepers? We all like sleepers, right? Late-round guys. Like, there's... There's people who've maybe jumped out to me. Buffalo Bill Zay Jones, I think, is interesting because uh-huh. he's he's going to be a target. And even somebody like Darren Sproles, who people know the name, but he's falling down a lot. You know, you know what role he's going to be. Is there any sleepers that that pop out to you? Well, it's funny, and now he's not really a sleeper anymore. And I know most people have drafted it already, yeah. but a guy that I loved pre-draft was, in fact, Mike Gillisley. And I actually, mm. my uh, best friend is in town and we're in a keeper league together. I had too many keepers. I traded him Gillisley, and he was now he's loving it after the three touchdowns. Oh. <laughs> in that Legarrette Blunt role, obviously a guy that I think really could step up. I think Zach Ertz, you talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, I think Zach Ertz is in line for a monster season with Carson Wentz because the receivers they added are only going to open up the middle of the field more for him. Ertz was one of the top fantasy tight ends over the last five weeks of the season a year ago, and I think Wentz is going to continue to feed him the ball. And if you're looking for maybe some later sleepers at running back or guys that might be on your waiver wire that could end up paying big dividends for you down the road, I'll give you a couple rookies. Jamal Williams out in Green Bay. I think eventually they're going to want a real running back there, and Williams could be that guy. Marlon Mack in Indianapolis because Frank Gore, the founder of youth, doesn't last forever. Right. Robert Turbin's fine, but Marlon Mack, I think, has an opportunity to really do something down the road there. And then Alvin Kamara, who I think is a tremendous young running back. We saw him week one of the preseason rip off some big runs. Kind of reminds me of a more physical Jamal Charles okay. and in that New Orleans offense. Maybe not this year, but if you're in a keeper league, you've got probably Adrian Peterson one and done, and then Mark Ingram could be moving on as well. It could be the Kamara show down there in New Orleans. Nathan, never enough time. Thank you so much. And, hey, you know what? Go beat the Miz in the fantasy draft, buddy. Go get him. Oh, that's, Go get him. That's a given. The one that I'm looking for. I know I'm going to beat the Miz in this league. What I'm looking for is the Browns to beat the Steelers. Love and it. Hopefully they can come out, get on top early, and then feed the Crow. Isaiah Crowell, by far the best Browns fantasy option this year. Feed the Crow three times in his career. He's had 18 or more carries. Never rushed for fewer than 130 yards in those games. So feed the crow. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm gonna really, be... really. <laughs> I'll be in section 524 up there watching the game. Nathan, thank you so much, man. Have a good one. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andy. All right, Nathan Zagura, co-host of Cleveland Browns Daily, Monday to Friday on ESPN Cleveland. We're gonna take the break. Get more into fantasy and also. Your chance to win some free Domino's pizza. The tweets are flooding and you still got time to send it. You got to follow at Domino's Canada. Tweet us hashtag HeyCully and at TSN 4 Down. Send us your fantasy football questions. I'll pick the one I like best. You win yourself some Domino's pizza. Scott Cullen coming up next right here on TSN 4 Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs. You're listening on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. You can get the podcast later on, too, if you miss it, at iTunes, on SoundCloud, and also on the TSN 1050.ca show page. Follow us on Twitter at AndyMC81 and at TSN 4 Downs. It's fantasy football time, folks, and we are delivered by Domino's. And you can visit Domino's.ca, get all their great uh, offers and specials, 11 Topping large pizza is there, but if you send your tweet in, there's still uh, still probably a couple minutes left. Send it in at TSN Four Downs hashtag Hey Cully and follow at Domino's Canada. Send in your fantasy football question. If we like, if myself and Scotty like yours the best, you will win a free Domino's pizza just for listening. Let's welcome in now TSN.ca Scott Cullen. Scotty, vacation time is over. Great to have you back, man. 
Hey, it's good to be here. Now, if we don't like the questions, does that mean we get the pizza? That is a, you know what, that's, I think so. Yes. <laughs> I yes. think we need to raise the bar for the <laughs> questions. So if, if they don't come in with something good, then uh, that's it. But that, then pizza that's it. I like that. All season long. <laughs> Not good enough, and then we just get fat. <laughs> It'd be perfect. Yeah. Oh, So, Scotty, um, that was quite the opener. Uh, Chiefs uh, yeah. Patriots. <laughs> Wow. How about Kareem Hunt? I said at the top of the show, I drafted him. I was very proud of myself, but I thought, yeah. ah, Bill Belichick's not going to let a rookie run on him, and I left 46 points on my bench. Yeah. Help. That was, uh, well, and he, look, he fumbled his first touch. Yeah. That, like, if you go back to kind of old school coaching days, you know, you could end up sitting on the bench for a half. Oh, sure. Uh, for, for doing something like that. But fortunately for the Chiefs, they, they uh, decided to kind of stick with them. And, um, Look, Hunt, Hunt. you know, I mean, the funny thing is, right, is that he's really only in this position because Spencer Ware got hurt a couple of weeks ago that, um, you know, no matter how promising he was, it really didn't look like he was going to be the starter no. um, for Kansas City. So, you know, this is now a, a great opportunity. And I think, you know, given that opener, the, the Chiefs are, um, are going to bank on him being a big part of that offense. And I, I would... I would have to surmise that his success also kind of played into uh, the success that uh, Alex Smith had. I mean, I like Alex Smith. You know, we've we've his career has gone on long enough that we kind of know what Alex Smith is. I didn't think he was somebody who was going to drop four touchdowns and <laughs> no. you know throw, throw throw for big yardage against the Patriots. So that that kind of came as a as a shock to me. So um, okay, I guess that I mean very encouraging signs from uh, from Kansas City. Obviously, I'm. You know, too soon to get terribly worried about New England, but you know, I mean, I, oh, I'm somebody who owns Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. That they oh. didn't go exact, didn't go exactly as I had hoped. No, no, <laughs> and you know what, though, Scotty, we've seen in the past Gronk first game back from one of his many major injuries. It's usually slow. Yeah, it's usually a slow comeback the first time. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be overly concerned, but. Off the top, we were saying, like, Brady, look, he was going deep a little bit, maybe trying to connect or force a little bit too much with Brandon Cooks, who, again, is a is somebody that people were pretty high on in fantasy. Yeah, well, and, I mean, the hardest part about um, the rest of the Patriots, like, part of the reason I'm okay with Brady and Gronk is because you know their roles, yeah. is that you don't quite know where everybody else fits in. Like, the pe- people at, you know, drafts I've been in, you know, yes, people grab Rex Burkhead, they'll grab Mike Gillisley. Well, look, it turns out that Mike Gillisley was really the one to – to have right, he scored three touchdowns at least um, this week. But yeah, this week, and and then you know James White is also getting interest, and so it's it's really hard to kind of figure out who's you know doing what right now for the Patriots, aside from kind of the tried and true. And um, and with Julian Edelman out, I think there's still sort of some um, some time for for receivers to you know step up and um, take on that role. Like I think Amendola um, was getting was getting that role. Uh, early, but then I think he got hurt a little bit against Kansas City. So I, it, yeah, I, I obviously this is not how New England hoped to start the season, um, but it does cast a little bit of doubt, I guess, going into Week Two. Yeah, uh, and and that's you know th- that's just the start of the of the season. So this week, big matchup wise, if we're we're looking at games to be interested in, I think the Packers Seahawks game has big implications. Like from the tight end slot. Martellus Bennett was somebody I targeted because bigger target, uh, nice season last year. Now, Aaron Rodgers has not necessarily been a fan of using tight ends in the past, but he hasn't had someone the size of Martellus Bennett. Where, do, where are you putting a Martellus Bennett in the, the tight end conversation when it comes to, to draft or even on, 
on daily? Because he's obviously below the, the Gronk level, but uh, hey, we're going to see how he's used. Well, yeah, and, and look, I, I'm, I would say I'm reasonably high on Martellus Bennett, but I think that kind of puts him in the lump of, you know, good, competent tight ends who fall, who fall kind of a tier below, um, you know, Gronk and Kelsey and Olsen and, and a healthy Jordan Reed. You know, it put, put Bennett in the next group beyond those guys. And, and look, as you say, the, the Packers haven't used their tight end a lot, but they haven't had a tight end as good as Martellus Bennett. Mm. Not, not that I can recall. Like, um, certainly not in, in Aaron Rodgers' tenure. So I, I think, you know, there's value to be had there. Um, now, I mean, this week I'm not sure it's a, a great value play because I think the Seattle defense is a, is a good one. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how that, how that plays. But if, if really, if you're looking at, at tight end value, I think Jimmy Graham, um, you know, he, he started to show some signs last year that, you know, he could be a big part of that Seattle offense. I, I, I'd be inclined to see what, uh, what Jimmy Graham could do for, uh, for the Seahawks this week. In conversation with Scott Cullen, TSN.ca fantasy football expert. Get him on Twitter at TSN Scott Cullen. Okay, Scotty, let's get to a few of our, uh, tweets brought in fantasy football question to see who we like to win the Domino's pizza <laughs> this week. Uh, I'm going to start with at Steelheads fan 78 is asking uh, hashtag Hey Cully and at Domino's Canada. What rookie will we all be watching talking about this season <laughs> after after one game so far? It's Kareem Hunt. Well, yeah, it's obviously Kareem Hunt. There, there was no, uh, <laughs> but you know, the, the, I think the the story in this going, even going into the opening game is that this year's story for fantasy is of the rookie running backs. You know, right. like, like everybody in kind of recent years, people have sort of tilted away from running backs. There's been a lot more receivers, uh, you know, drawing first round interest. But I, like I had a draft, and it, it was a keeper league. But like seven or I think seven or eight of the first picks were all running backs because everybody went after all the rookies. And so, you know, you have Leonard Fournette in Jacksonville, you have Dalvin Cook in Minnesota, um, you have McCaffrey in, in Carolina, uh, Mixon in Cincinnati, and, and then uh, Hunt in, in Kansas City. Those are kind of the five, I think, that really draw the most attention. If I have to pick one that I think is, like, like I think Leonard Fournette uh, and Christian McCaffrey are the ones who kind of have the best opportunity, and I think Fournette may be the hmm. um Fournette may be the uh, best because he's not going to lose out on touchdowns. Like, I think McCaffrey could put up huge yardage, but I could also see him losing out on touchdowns to Jonathan Stewart, right? That, yeah. you know, McCaffrey might be the guy who marches the ball down the field for Carolina. Uh, but, you know, when they have first and goal from the two, they hand it to Jonathan Stewart. So I, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but I, that would be something I would sort of suspect. And in the case of Jacksonville with Fournette, I think they're just going to hand him the ball, uh, you know, a lot. They don't and, have a choice, and, and, let, and let him rumble his way in. So I, I don't know. We'll 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 see how it uh, how it goes. But I, if I have to pick one of them, I'm picking Fournette. But I think really the story this year is that the rookie running backs are uh, are kind of poised to make a difference. Yeah, I'm with you there. Another tweet uh, coming in hashtag Hey Cully at Domino's Canada. Uh, Alex at A W I I I seventy five says how and he's a Bucks fan. I should clarify hashtag Bucks. Has, how long before OJ Howard is a top three fantasy football tight end? Now I love me some OJ Howard. I don't think it's this year, Scotty. No, no. <laughs> well, and I mean, and here's the, the the I guess challenging thing is it like one of the more underrated tight ends I think coming into the year is Cameron Bray, right? Um, who finished last season really good for. Uh, for Tampa Bay, like, I think you know there was some good value to be had on draft day if you if you grab Cameron Brait to be either a you know kind of a late pick to be your starter or, or a backup tight end. Um, but so I think Howard, you know, 
yes, long term, OJ Howard is going to be a uh, a real player for for Tampa Bay. But I also don't think there's a real urgency to say, okay, well, we just have to feed him the ball at tight end because you know we don't have other options. They do have mm-hmm. other options, and and they also have you know other guys in the passing game like uh, Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson right now. Like I, I don't see. Uh, O.J. Howard, certainly not this year, uh, and it may not even be next year that, that we're looking at him as a top three tight end. I mean, like the guys who are at the top three are pretty, you know, pretty high-end uh, producers, and uh, I wouldn't want to kind of put that on a guy um, you know, who, who's coming into a situation where they don't have to use him a lot. I mean, they've, he, he may, you know, as the season goes on, may evolve into a bigger role, but I, I just right now I don't see it. And we'll get one more in. We'll squeeze in from uh, Amy Blasco at ARB913. Which running back do you look to surprise everyone this year? Hashtag hate Cully. So that it kind of falls into the first conversation we were talking about, that it is going to be the year of the, the running back. Um, and I, I think, Scotty, it's all about opportunity, right? For Who's sure. going to get the most touch? And you mentioned Fournette. Dalvin Cook, I think, is going to be a beast in uh, with the Vikings. He's a three-down back. It's guys yep. who can stay on the field. Yeah, for sure. And now, if you want, you know, surprises, you know, you want to kind of dig deep. Look, a couple of situations uh, where the backfields are kind of crowded, I would say, but mm-hmm. there's a chance that so somebody like C.J. Prosykes in Seattle, sure, um, that's wild. Right? Like Eddie Lacy and Thomas Rawls are, you know, they're in there and, and they're going to get touches. But look, Eddie Lacy hasn't been able to hang on to a starting job for a while, um, and. And so if he kind of fades away and Thomas Rawls, you know, hasn't been able to stay terribly healthy, the opportunity could be there for CJ Procise to kind of sneak through and, and then become a pretty productive guy. And he's, he's, you know, he's, when he did get a chance to play for the Seahawks, he was pretty good because he, he was a receiver in college. So he, you know, you can use him out of the backfield in, in that role as well. And so, um, I think he has a chance to surprise if we're kind of digging super deep. I think Alvin Kamara in New Orleans is interesting. Uh, look, I, I, I'm kind of on the Adrian Peterson bandwagon in New Orleans. I'm hoping that he has a bit of a, a bounce back. So, you know, I don't anticipate a great opportunity, but if something doesn't work for Peterson and Mark Ingram, that Alvin Kamara has apparently been really impressive for the New Orleans Saints. So I, I kind of keep an eye on those two as, you know, maybe guys to keep a, an eye on, on the waiver wire and in case an opportunity happens later in the year. Scotty, we have a bunch more questions that we can't get to, but we always try to get back to them on Twitter. So you can follow at TSN Scott Cullen, at AndyMC81, and at TSN4Downs, and we'll try to answer them. Scotty, we've got to take the break, but I'm going, to choose, I'm going to choose what I think would be our collective best tweet so far, a fantasy football question, and we'll reveal the pizza winner after the break. Thanks so much, Scotty. Awesome. Thank you, Andy. Have a great weekend. All right, you too, man. That is Scott Cullen at TSN Scott Cullen. So as I said, Domino's pizza winner for fantasy football Tweet of the week coming up next, as well as Chris and I will break down some more fantasy football. T- I got some sleepers for your daily play. You're playing DraftKings? I got your daily sleepers for you. And we'll talk about some of the big storylines uh, heading into week one of the NFL season. A lot more coming up on TSN 4 Downs. Two bags of Tom Brady. Two bags of Tom Brady. <laughs> a Jimmy Garoppolo parody to come back and wrap up TSN Four Downs here at TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. That's phenomenal. He does back up Tom Brady for how long? Boy, Tommy terrific. He's putting up no TD game, sub 300 yards. Old Uncle Bill Belichick's going to be going to be going after him. 
Maybe we will see Jimmy G at some point. You can follow us on Twitter at TSN4Downs at AndyMC81. I'm live from Cleveland, Ohio, folks, from the ESPN Cleveland Studios. Our great friends here. Danny Cunningham was in studio, helped out last year. He's on his way to Madison, Wisconsin. Chris in the booth helped set us up on the tech side. Uh, great friends here in Cleveland at ESPN Cleveland. So thank you so much to them. Scriz, uh, I got a winner for our Domino's Pizza Tweet of the Week. What you had to do was... Uh, Tag at Domino's Canada, follow that Domino's Canada at TSN4Downs, and send your fantasy football question in. If I pick it, you win free Domino's pizza. Doesn't get any better than that. This was close. This is really close. I'm going to go, though. I'm just scrolling down to five. Here we go. I'm going with at SteelheadsFan78. At SteelheadsFan78 with the winning pizza tweet. Yes. Our live awesome. studio audience. Awesome, awesome. Congratulations. We will DM you the specifics. I don't know his name. I assume it's not Steelhead. Uh, so we'll get that and get you your Domino's Pizza at Steelhead's Fan 78 Thank you so much to everyone for tweeting in. We're doing this each week, folks, so don't worry. You didn't win this week. Don't worry. We're going to have a chance for you to win pizza, Domino's Pizza, all season long. If you didn't win, make sure you still visit Domino's.ca for all their great products and uh, delivery carryout options. Now, Scrizz, our uh, tweet... Twitter poll out at TSN four downs which which game has the biggest implication right which which week one matchup are you most looking forward to and there's there's quite a few they're very interesting the most intriguing one uh, at TSN four downs is either Giants Cowboys Seahawks Packers Raiders Titans I know which one you're voting for Redskins Eagles leading the way Seahawks Packers at forty. Four percent second giant Cowboys, then Raiders, Titans, and last Redskins, Eagles. Is it safe to say you're a Titans fan? I don't blame you going Raiders, Titans. I actually went with Packers, Seahawks. Really? Because I believe that will probably be the NFC title game. I think so, too. Like, that Seahawks, like, Scrizz, we talk so much about the Legion of Boom and the secondary. So impressive. You add Sheldon Richardson to that front in the that Jets trade to help help just polish off. If in case you were confused, if the Jets were trying to tank, this just said, yeah, don't forget that we are. You had Sheldon Richardson there. Oh man! And then of course with the Packers, all the offensive weaponry. I think that's going to be that's going to be a great matchup. I'm leaning towards Cowboys Giants with Ezekiel Elliott back. What am I going to see there? How is Brandon Marshall going to work in with the Giants? I think that's going to be see that game. That game will be the most social media friendly and probably right. the one because it's Sunday night. The Zika Elliott stuff, but the actual game itself, I just think the Packers Seahawks is just a better football game. Yeah, that could be. I, I'm looking forward to both of those. I'm uh, going to be obviously live at the Brown Steelers game. I'm hoping that's that's an exciting one for for me. Uh, it didn't work out last year when we did the show here, <laughs> but hopefully a better result. Uh, and now let's get to we had our NFC division and wild card uh, predictions earlier. So tough. In the AFC now, so AFC East, oh, duh, New England Patriots going to win that one. Pittsburgh Steelers take the AFC North. The South is interesting. Are you go- I'm taking the Colts out, taking the Colts right out, taking the Jaguars right out. Texans with the defense, if they're just good enough with the quarterback situation, they have a championship-caliber defense. Titans are risers. I'm going to go Texans to win the South and the West. I'm not going against the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs there. Those, so those are my division ones. Who do you got? So Pats, we agree on. Um, obviously, obviously, Steelers. Yeah, we agree on. I'm What's gonna go. South? I'm gonna go. Tennessee Titans to win the AFC South. Okay. Okay. 
But I have the Texans as a wildcard team. Okay. And I have the, what's the other division? The West. Uh, the the Raiders. West. I have the Raiders winning the West. The Raiders. See, the West is a two-horse race. It's the Chiefs and Raiders. Broncos. I, um, actually, I have the Broncos making a wildcard as well. What? I think with that really? defense. I think that defense. My big bold prediction. You're having the Chiefs not make the playoffs? My big bold prediction. Colin Kaepernick will be a Denver Bronco by the trade deadline. Ooh, they, they already brought in Brock. They needed more help, though, because Brock's Ooh. not good. They need more help. Well, all right. All right. Uh, as far as the wild cards go, uh, nobody else. I don't think the Dolphins do it. Nobody else comes out of the AFC North. Titans are my wild card, and I'm going to go Raiders as my other wild card. So I'll does say the, Texans does the Eric Berry injury affect your prediction for the Chiefs no. at all? No. It, it, listen, unfortunate, obviously. He's their best player I overall. know. I know. I Listen, and it's a one-off, and maybe it's the hype of the moment. If Alex Smith uh, is coming out of his shell and Kareem Hunt looks like a legit guy, and they don't have to be putting up almost 400 yards throwing or, or the numbers that Hunt put up to be effective. If that offense can be more dynamic, I think it helps cover off because the whole thing what has been they lean on the defense, right? So if the offense can pick it up, I think the Chiefs can still be, still be contenders there. So uh, that's where we go with the AFC predictions. Now, sleepers for daily. So you can get these guys off of uh, waiver wires, too. But if I'm going DraftKings and I'm going waiver wire, I'm going C.J. Fedorowicz, tight end of the Houston Texans. Okay? Why am I going him? 3100 bucks, So cheap for a starting tight end. He was a riser last year. You'll have Tom Macho Man, yeah, Savage, to throw him the ball. And guess what? They're going up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, the Jags defense, I know, has been good in the past. But the Jags were a team that allowed the fourth, fourth most points in the AFC in 2016. You can wear him down, and especially for someone like Savage, where you're not necessarily going to be going the deep ball. you got DeAndre Hopkins, and that's about it. Wide receiver-wise, I'm going for Dorowitz there. Big-bodied dude. Just got a new contract. He's going to look to be used. So for Dorowitz, I'm going as my daily sleeper. I like that, Chris. I like it. Yeah. Um, we got we got to roll pretty quickly here. So I'll just say uh, if OBJ doesn't play for the Giants, Ooh. look out for Evan Ingram. Yeah, uh, tight end that there. they drafted in the first round. Uh, Cowboys were fifth worst against tight ends last year, and I kind of uh, I think that will continue. Like so look for too? Evan Ingram to get about ten to fifteen targets. I like Sterling Shepard maybe as an option too. Absolutely to jump up. So but hey, stay safe out there in Cleveland, all right, bud. Oh, as always, man. I'm with good people here. I'm with good people. I hope Thanks, so. Chris. Wear, wear your helmet. <laughs> Be safe. I always do. Thanks, Chris. And by the way, for my daily picks, you can go to DraftKings.com and go under the DK Playbook under NFL. You can find me in the contributor section for your daily tips. i got two other ones there that you can check out uh, as well for uh, to help with your fantasy play this week. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much to our guests Nathan Zagura and Scott Cullen, Danny Cunningham here, and for Mike Skrizniak. Live from Cleveland, I'm off to enjoy myself. I'm going to the Indians game and the Browns game. Get us on Twitter at TSN4Downs. Follow Domino's at Domino's Canada, Domino's.ca for all your pizza needs, too. And let's have a fun weekend. NFL kickoff, baby. We'll see you next week. If you missed any of the show, get it on iTunes or on the TSN.ca show page. All right. uh, Have a great time. I'm Andy McNamara, and you've been listening to TSN 4 Downs across the TSN radio network.